Good evening, Don't Unfriend Me Nation. Matthew Spear, the host of Don't Unfriend Me slash Breaking Truth, episode 437. I apologize. I know there's been a little bit of a gap, about four days. The weekend happened, and then uh, we just got away from it last night, so I wasn't able to do a recorded show, but tonight I'm going to do it. Listen, I'm a conservative. I'm a Republican. Welcome to the show. It's good to have you here. This is the Breaking Truth slash Don't Unfriend Me show, and I do that well because you may not feel welcome after what I'm about to say. Listen, I'm a conservative. I've uh, pretty much been a Republican my entire life, but I've always believed in classic liberalism, which if you go back to the days of the anti-federalists and federalists and then move into what we have today with the Republican Party and the Democratic Party, somewhere in between classic liberalism split and Democrats went one way, Republicans went another, but we very rarely disagreed. Most of the things were like the big five, abortion, religion, guns, a couple of other things, big government, little government, taxes, no taxes, all those type of things. But very rarely when it came down to America or it came down to what was morally right, it always, always was a nonpartisan issue. There would be a little bit of dissension, but most of the time they stayed center of the aisle. Well, that's gone. And I don't want to offend my liberal listeners because I do have a few, but listen, I'm done. Democrats have gone absolutely crazy. The hypocrisy is on full display. We're going to see it in the State of the Union tonight. It's not going to be fun. Biden's going to go tell us how everything's great. I'm going to show you why Democrats are just completely the largest hypocrites on the planet with just five or six examples. And if you're not convinced, well, you can tell me down below in the comments. It starts right after these messages from the Hodge twins. I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hey, Hogs Twins here. Check out our friend Matthew Spirit at his podcast. At The Dumb Show and his website, yeah. don'tunfriendme.com. Yeah. I want to thank the Hodge twins for stopping by and saying those nice words. Good to hear that. Let's get to it. Let's get to the show. <sighs> hypocrisy. What is it? And what is political hypocrisy? Well, it's when, first of all, you have an issue and we understand being a hypocrite is saying one thing and doing another. But when it comes to political hypocrisy, it's a little bit different because when you say something in the ether or at work or uh, on a phone call or with a friend or family member, it very seldom stays and resonates throughout the annals of history. Well, in government, if you say something, it is encapsulated on every social media channel, uh, in, in tweets, uh, newspapers, video, it's everywhere and you can't escape it. So political hypocrisy is inevitable. But when it's blatant, and what I mean by blatant is not one politician saying something or two politicians saying something. I'm talking about an entire platform, a party drawing a line in the sand and saying, here's the talking points, go on all the TV shows, and the pundits recite the same garbage ad nauseum 
until you're literally sick of hearing it and then just shifting gears almost immediately. I want to show you a video. It's going to be on the State of the Union, obviously, the economy. This is a big one. Let's go ahead and take a comparison. Donald Trump to Joe Biden. Let's just take the last four or five years and make a focus on this. And here's just a few things that'll make you say, what in the heck is going on? When I ran for president, I agreed that we're going to build from the bottom up and the middle out to bring back good paying jobs you can raise a family on whether or not you went to college, to give families more breathing room, to invest in ourselves again, invest in America again. And that's what we've done. 1.6% inflation rate. Donald Trump leaves office. The economy was the best that we had seen. We saw record low unemployment. We saw disparity between the working class and demographics be the lowest ever. Highest black, lowest black unemployment, uh, female unemployment, Asian American, Hispanic, all over the board. The economy, record Dow and index, unbelievable 401ks, tax cuts work. Now, the Democrats will tell you that they did not work in the first year and a half, but no one really expected them to. Sometimes when you make a move, it takes a little bit of time for it to catch up. But now, if you look at the 16 different brackets, everyone benefited from the tax cuts. No matter what the Democrats tell you, you can look this up, and this is accurate information. Anything I'm telling you tonight, you can go ahead and take a look. If you think something I say is wrong, Put it in the post down below, and I will get back to you, and I will show you how you're wrong. It comes down to this. The economy before COVID was one of the best we'd ever seen, and all the Democrats were screaming, oh, my gosh, what the heck are we going to do? Donald Trump's got this locked up. Well, COVID comes in, and to the behest of most people who saw through some of these things and recognize that there's challenges for a president, even Joe Biden's gone through some of them. You can't blame him for everything. Democrats weren't having any of it. And you saw a shift, a shift in the narrative, everything else of how horrible Trump was and how the COVID was his fault and all these other things. And we'll get back to that in a minute. But the economy is now the greatest economy in the world, lowest unemployment, wage gap, all of these things. But Americans are experiencing inflation, 1.6% when Donald Trump left and coming to Joe Biden now sitting at over 8% inflation encroaching upon 10 less than just a couple months ago. Look at gas prices. Look at chicken. Look at eggs, toilet paper. It doesn't matter what it is. The prices are astronomical. People are spending an additional $300 to $350 a month. It's crazy. It's almost $5,000 a year on average for the average American are spending more on groceries. And that's just groceries. It doesn't talk about heat. doesn't talk about anything else that's obviously gone up. The hypocrisy here is if you called out Donald Trump for something that happened with COVID and you've been de defending Joe Biden because of COVID, but then you save a nickel on a gallon of gas and give him all the praise in the world, but on the way up, you didn't say a damn word and said the president doesn't control anything. Democrats are celebrating not mediocrity, but complete failure. Now, you can't sit here and say under Donald Trump that the NASDAQ looked great and stocks were beautiful, but those are only for rich people. And then when the NASDAQ continues to grow and it shows this false bubble that's going to burst at any time, you can't sit here and say the economy is good either. This is the hypocrisy of Democrats. You've got to have the same measuring stick. You've got to have the same goalpost, but they always seem to move, don't they? COVID, very similar situation. Watch this. What's your message to platforms like Facebook? They're killing people. I mean, it really, they really, look, the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated. And, that, and, they're, and they're killing people. The only 
the pandemic we have is of the unvaccinated. Don't you remember everything with Donald Trump? Don't you remember the tickers at the bottom of the news stations counting the death toll? And it would go up like almost like the national debt where you've never seen the national debt on any of the news channels when a Democrat's in office. It's interesting. But what happened to all of those? Donald Trump leads off, leaves office and all of those disappear. What about the efficacy of the vaccine? What are we hearing about some of the studies? Uh, what are we hearing about ivermectin? and hydrochloroquine and some of the successes that actually were there and doctors whose careers are over because the Democrat machine decided to shut it down. And companies like Pfizer and Moderna, they had the staple to go ahead and produce the cure for the entire United States. That wasn't a cure at all. What happened here? And when did it become the Trump disease? Even though we can't call it the China disease, or the China virus, we can call it the Trump virus. We can say it's Trump unvaccinated supporters. The hypocrisy, once again, it's not the same standard. It's amazing. In the first year of COVID, Donald Trump had what? Sub 600, 650,000 American deaths. Joe Biden surpassed that in his second year and more, and nobody said a darn word, but supposedly he's the great white hope of COVID. Once again, more hypocrisy. If he needed to wear a mask under Donald Trump, why aren't we wearing masks now? And if we're worried about variants, then why aren't we taking it seriously? Why did we back off on the military firings because people wouldn't get the vaccine? Why did we not stop firing nurses because they won't get the vaccine? Why are we going ahead and finding out that some of these things were unconstitutional? And it's almost like, let's move on because it served its purpose. The only thing Democrats truly care about are the thing that will gain them attention for the short term and take away and make a distraction from something else. This is more hypocrisy. And have you noticed that we're using examples of things that happened under Donald Trump and then only after Democrats? We're not going back and saying H1N1 or swine flu or anything else. These are direct reactions to Donald Trump's presidency and the things that he said. And it's quite obvious. Watch this way we were ever going to unite Ukraine, I mean, excuse me, Iraq, Afghanistan. No way that was going to happen. Afghanistan, probably one of the things that Joe Biden should never speak about. Now, I understand he didn't create the Afghan war, even though he was with him with Obama. That was a Bush thing. We understand that. We know that Donald Trump didn't do it. And we know that Obama didn't do it. But over those 21 years, presidents handled things differently than others. Most of the time under Obama and Biden and Bush, there were gloves put on. Donald Trump took them off. He took the fight to the caliphate. He went ahead and eliminated ISIS as we know it from an organized group and scattered them across the world, and they were being hunted down systematically. Donald Trump most assuredly took on the JV team, as Obama called it. But the problem is, and when you actually think about this, you hear about Syria a lot and how Donald Trump left weapons behind for Syrian, even though that's absolutely not the case. There were weapons systems left behind. There was ammo left behind. But it's a little bit different than Joe Biden, considering that there was a slash and burn movement in Syria, and a lot of that stuff was inoperable, or it was just simply out of life cycle. But that's the narrative. But when you look at Afghanistan, you have something completely different. You have Bagram Air Base, which is a multi-million dollar air base that was completely secure based upon geographics. It would have been an amazing area to exfil all the NGOs and American citizens that were in Afghanistan, yet it was surrendered 30 days before. Joe Biden lied and said, well, you know what? We have no idea that the Taliban were going to take over and the Afghanis were actually going to surrender their government, even though for over a year we saw uh, them fleeing into Tajikistan and other countries surrendering their weapons against the Taliban, and it gave us a signal of what was going to happen. We also know generals and the Joint Chiefs also briefed 
we've briefed Biden on this, but of course he just simply says plausible deniability. We remember the 13 American soldiers, airmen, uh, and and uh, the, uh, and soldiers in the Marine Corps that were killed, uh, which was a horrendous thing. We gave security to the Taliban. They left them there. We had American citizens that were actually sitting in country and still are that are not being taken care of. For Joe Biden and the Democrats to sit here and clutch their pearls over Syria, when's the last time you've heard anything about Syria? All the headlines were Syria. It's going to be the hotbed. It's going to literally drive the Middle East into a war. It's going to bring Europe. And it was going to literally create World War III. What happened? Nothing. Nothing. Syria is absolutely out of the news for a reason. Yet we're talking about Ukraine. We're talking about Afghanis that are losing their ability to go to school and drive their car. And women's rights have went back hundreds of years to places that are completely benign to freedom and equal rights. This is what we were supposedly fighting for. This is to bring the republic and the democracy, elected representative democracy, to Afghanistan and make it solidified and bring it into a Western culture. Something that's impossible. Russia tried it. Many countries have tried it. We knew it was a failure. Joe Biden took 21 years of whatever you want to consider it, progress or stagnation, and threw it away in less than one day. Don't forget about that. But it's amazing. Once again, we hear the hypocrisy. Let's go to this next one real quick. I was briefed about this discovery and surprised to learn that there were any government records that were taken there to that office. But I don't know what's in the documents. I've my lawyers have not suggested I ask what documents they were. I've turned over the boxes. They've turned over the boxes to the archives, and we're cooperating fully. Cooperating fully. Don't you remember Mar-a-Lago? Don't you remember the raids where the FBI showed up and went into Melania's uh, private hamper and shoe closet? Come on. There's hypocrisy here. The whole world was going to end. Nuclear codes have been shared. Donald Trump is Putin's puppet, and he's selling government secrets to Putin to pay off his legal fees. You read the headlines. I saw it. We saw the raids. We saw clutching of pearls by the Democrats. CNN, Rachel Maddow, in her last moments, putting a fist of triumph that she finally got Donald Trump before she exit stage left. It never happened. But you look at Joe Biden, he gets a week's advance notice that a warrant is going to be served. An ice cream social will be had afterwards. He comes out and says, we're complying. We're doing everything that we're being asked. I don't know what they are. I never even knew they were there, yet we find them in four different locations. And says, well, this is one round of documents. You won't find any others. And the thing the Democrats said was, well, it's still not as many documents as Trump. And then they ate crow in the second find, the third find, the fourth time they found documents. And we don't even know how many because they won't release an inventory report that they also released for Mar-a-Lago and found out that there were only 19 top secret and SCI type documents at Mar-a-Lago. But we also understand that the information on Joe Biden's were about Afghanistan and Iran and China. And that does make you scratch your head and say, wait a second. It seems a little bit more severe, but Democrats don't care. They simply say, well, Joe Biden helped. He, he got his lawyers involved. He made the call. Yes, but how did he get them? Why is he in possession of them? 
We're upset that Donald Trump has a few folders, some pictures, newspaper clippings, and yes, some confidential, top secret, and SCI information, which he should have returned and did after a year of huffing and puffing and blowing the house down. But the whole point is, if Joe Biden has had these since he's been a senator, which predates his vice presidency, isn't that worse? Where is the reaction? Where is this outrage that happened with Donald Trump? Once again, more hypocrisy. Here's a little bit more for you. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Our reporting, CNN's reporting and the Washington Post reporting suggests that prosecutors think they could, they have enough to charge your son, Hunter, uh, for tax crimes and a false statement about a gun purchase. Um, personally and politically, um, how do you react to that? Well, first of all, I, I'm, I'm proud of my son. This is a kid who got, uh, not a kid, he's a grown man. He got uh, hooked on, uh, uh, like many families have had happen, hooked on drugs. Uh, he's overcome that. He's established a new life. He is, um, uh, I'm confident that he is, what he says and does are consistent with what happens. These are the people that called for Donald Trump Jr. to be arrested because he's high energy and said, well, he's got to be on cocaine. These are the people that tried to drive Ivanka Trump away from Donald Trump simply because they had disagreements about policy, which everyone does. My daughter disagrees with things about me. She's she's 12 years old. I can't wait till she's 20. You look at what they did with Kushner. You look at what they did to every single person in Trump's life and sending them to jail, not for Russian collusion, but some sort of tax fraud or uh, possibly some criminal charges that were buried with everybody's skeletons in their closets. If you go digging for trash, you'll find it on anybody. But that was what we called for. But Hunter Biden and a laptop, pictures of crack cocaine and prostitutes, drugging out until wee hours of the morn, sleeping with sisters and sister-in-laws, the infidelity. I mean, all these things that took place, there is a question. But most importantly, that just happens. It's called life and people make mistakes. And I feel for Joe Biden as a father. I'm a father too. I don't care about that stuff. But if you're going to mention one, you have to mention the other. But there's more there there than they're leading on. How about Joe Biden admitting to Ukraine holding a billion dollars unless a prosecutor was fired on video and bragging about it like a moron and espousing things about Obama and he's the man. He'll do whatever he wants and he better comply. Go watch it. And then you have an investigation on Hunter Biden with Burisma and the choices that he made and the monies that he made, an incredible amount of money from these companies with absolutely no reason to hire this guy except to get political access through his father. And the records on the computer, and you have people stating this in affidavits, that the big guy is Joe Biden, and he's even referred to himself that plenty of times. It at least should just create some questions. But what happened? Twitter goes to the story, Facebook, every news media, news 
papers were suspended from Twitter from, for, from stating any of this. I was had plenty of articles and things that I wrote down shunned and completely buried on Facebook or threatened to be banned if I put it up again. Folks, once again, it's not, we shouldn't look at both, but we're not looking at both. We're looking at Donald Trump and we're looking at Republicans and completely making excuses for Democrats. Here's the last one. And it's the most recent. It's fresh in your head. And this should ring true. Listen to this. And I'm sorry about the audio on some of these. Uh, when you happen to go ahead and uh, and speak a lot of bull crap, it seems that the mics are resistant to that. Listen to this. On Wednesday, when I was briefed on the balloon, I ordered the Pentagon to shoot it down on Wednesday as soon as possible. They decided without doing damage to anyone on, on the ground. They decided that the best time to do that was when we got over water outside within our within 12 mile limit. They successfully took it down, and I want to compliment our aviators who did it, and we'll have more to report on this uh, a little later. Thank you. This Mr. President, what did you say about China? What's your message to China? You were saying the recommendation from your corresponding national. I told them to shoot it down on Wednesday. On Wednesday. But the recommendation. They said to me, let's wait till it's safe this place to do it. What does this mean? Are you worried about voting the Chinese, sir? Here's the probably the biggest load of crap out of all of these things is that Joe Biden told the Joint Chiefs, shoot it down, and they didn't listen to him. That speaks volumes. So if he truly did that and wanted to shoot it down over water, well, they knew about this 10 days ago. See, the thing about the United States of America is that if a rabbit farts in Russia or China or anywhere else, we know about it. Now, I'm not going to go into specifics. I will just tell you, you can't have a plane takeoff. You can't have a, a, a sub come out of an inlet. We know every type of movement from every one of our considered enemies and also our allies around the world. Identify friendly or foe is something that happens on, on all sorts of military craft and vessels. But more importantly, when a foreign object comes in that isn't classed, it sends up alarm bells all over the place. We knew about this. Why not shoot it over the Pacific? Well, easily because Joe Biden obviously doesn't want to upset China. We know this. Everything he does, including the investigations and intelligence gathering that we had against certain threats from China, which Donald Trump put in place, and of course, Joe Biden simply washed away with every other executive order that he just with a stroke of pen. This is what Joe Biden does. He placates to the Chinese. The problem with this whole thing is, is that they didn't think that the United States and the citizens of the U.S. were going to see it. And if they did, they wouldn't question it. Well, we're a lot smarter than you give us credit for, Joe. The real truth of this is they didn't want to shoot it down over U.S. territory because they weren't going to tell us about it. Then you allow it to go ahead and move throughout airspace. Now, I don't care about the intelligence. Everything that they have, they can get from a satellite. And it's been out there for decades as far as our nuclear silos and our systems and our weapon systems. What I'm concerned about is why you would allow a foreign object or entity to enter sovereign airspace or sovereign soil of the United States without shooting it down. The Iranians even know that as a stray drone from any of our allies or, or even ourselves or a vessel is accosted or met with surface-to-air missiles. Why wouldn't you do the same thing? Well, because Joe Biden is weak. And instead of coming out and saying, I made a mistake or the Joint Chiefs didn't listen to me or I didn't say it at all, he decides to shoot it down when it's over the Atlantic after it 
is out of U.S. airspace. The biggest travesty to all this of Joe Biden not being able to admit another mistake besides all the other ones that I've shown you is that then a Pentagon official, an anonymous Pentagon official, decides to come out and say, well, there were three balloons that actually came across Donald Trump and, and American airspace when Trump first entered office. However, he didn't know about it, was never briefed about it, and we didn't know about it either, but we know about it now. Bullshit. How? How did you find out about it now? How was this information collected? And why is somebody who is anonymous saying this, if they're trying to back up Joe Biden and trying to corroborate his story, why wouldn't you go ahead and say, well, my name's blah, 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 blah of the Pentagon and simply state the truth? Well, because it's not true. The rumors are that if any of the balloons came in, they have, may have been over Guam or U.S. Virgin Islands, but it doesn't matter. The point is, if Donald Trump didn't know about it, if nobody briefed Donald Trump on it, and he questioned the intel community for leaving certain parts of information out and not giving him everything he needed to make the right decision, this proves that too. But instead of the Democrats simply owning it and chalking it up to a mistake, they decide to go ahead and distract once again with the hypocrisy to focus on Donald Trump, who didn't do anything at all in this situation except say, I would blow it out of the sky. And if you think that's not true, why don't you go ahead and take a look at some of the things Donald Trump did while he was in office? I think there's a certain Iranian general, Soleimani, who might be uh, feeling a little bit reflective on some of his decisions after Donald Trump got done with him. That is the one thing Donald Trump didn't do. He didn't screw around, and he certainly wouldn't let a Chinese balloon encroach upon U.S. airspace if he knew about it, if that's even true at all. Tonight on the State of the Union, you're going to hear more lies. You're going to hear how great the economy is, even though you and I both know it's not that Americans are struggling, that the border is insecure. We also know that we have a huge problem with our reputation in the United States of America, that we know that inflation's out of control. We understand that there's a recession bubble looming over us. We can go on and on and on. But ultimately, you are going to hear tonight that it's all MAGA supporters, ultra-MAGA supporters, anyone who voted for Donald Trump, gun-grabbing, Bible-thumping Americans, and that we're to blame. I want you to do me a favor, if you don't mind. Every time you hear Ultra Maga, I'd like you to take a drink, and then hopefully you'll understand to stop, because alcohol, alcohol poisoning isn't good for anybody. Folks, thanks for watching. I appreciate it. My name is Matthew Spear. I am the host of Don't Unfriend Me. I will be back tonight, 9 o'clock, to cover the State of the Union. You can stop by thedumbshow.com, pick up shirts and hats and all that sorts of stuff. Some great coffee. Also, all veteran-made, veteran-owned, 10% goes back to the Travis Mannion Foundation. I would appreciate it. If you'd stop by and see my buddies at pfcflags.com, you can go get a wooden flag like the one behind me, all made in America, made in the USA, pfcflags.com. Thanks for watching, folks. I appreciate it. And once again, I will be back uh, tomorrow with a recorded show, and I'll also be live at 8.30, and you can see that at The Dumb Show across the entire social media universe. Last but not least, I always go out with the Veteran Crisis Hotline. We're doing it a little bit different tonight, and I hope you enjoy the next few seconds of this video. God bless, and I'll see you tomorrow. I'm David Boreanaz with the Cast of SEAL team, and we have an important message for returning vets. We want you to know if you're struggling to cope, there's help and it's just a phone call away. The Veterans Crisis Line is staffed with experienced professionals who know your struggles. There's no greater sacrifice in service to our country. We're able to enjoy our freedoms because of it. Your service is important. You are important. 
For vets and their families, the Veterans Crisis Line is here to help 24 hours a day. Please call.